Today on Bible Conversations, we're going to be talking about Myron's favorite song. Alright, welcome back to another episode. Uh, Today's a very special occasion for me, I guess. Well, not special occasion so much as it is just a special day. Um, We have my dad here recording with us, so this is going to be a a really good uh, podcast, and uh, it's just a a great day, because tonight, Dad, you'll be presenting a lesson at at, uh, Keller, where we're at tonight. Um, So, but we figured we'd do the same thing as we did with Jeff last week, and and bring you down a, a few hours early to record with you, so... Yeah, I uh, I know it's special for you because you know it's your dad. But it's special for me too. I um, over the last year or so, I've gotten to to talk with and spend a little bit of time with your dad, and mm-hmm. uh, it's always encouraging, always uplifting. And thank you. Um, I know that your knowledge of songs is uh, just excessive in in a good way. Like what? it's just a lot of knowledge is what I mean by excessive. It's not too much. It's... I, I appreciate that, Chris. <laughs> it's uh, I, I love I love what God's given to us through songs and yeah. hymns and spiritual songs and yeah. and, it, and, it, and and we talked. I think it was a year or so ago. Um, we did back when we were recording on this we podcast do it on Zoom. On Zoom. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we had you Zoom in. Now you're in person. So. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully the audio is better than the last time we brought you on. Uh, yes. It was good. <laughs> but but as I said a, a year or so ago, um, there's something about our singing. That is so incredibly unique, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, uh, we have a tendency, I think, to say, "Well, it's got to be just perfect or just right," and God never qualifies that. That's what makes it so beautiful, uh, because even the person that's got the squeaky voice, or or maybe the really bad voice—I don't mean that's, that that's, correctly. That's me, but no, no, but <laughs> it is. But you know, there, there are some of those folks that, uh, and, and and my daddy used to say, "There's some people that couldn't carry a note if they, if they put handles on it." And, uh, and they just don't know how to, to, to do that. And that's okay because God never said, okay, here's the alto section, here's the bass section. God simply said, sing. Yeah. Well, I think last week with Jeff, I had mentioned that I couldn't carry a tune in a bucket. So, I mean, yeah. I mean it's, that's just kind of the reality of, of where people are is most people know if they're good singers or not. And those that think they're good singers but don't really know, everybody else knows, right? Like... <laughs> But we, we all have our talents. But that's the thing, Chris, yes. I think that's so inc- incredible, is we listen to what we can hear, yeah. mm-hmm. and God listens to what's unheard. Yes. But it comes from the heart for him. It comes from our vocal cords for us, but we need both of those. Yeah. We need both of those. Well, and I, I'm, I'll let you talk more with your dad. I, I'm going to get words in that I can now, because... Go for it. <laughs> I know y'all are going to talk a lot. Wait, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, but there, so to that point, I sing out. I know I don't have a good singing voice. I know specifically when I first became a Christian, first started, you can ask you can ask Alyssa, and she will tell you it was rough listening to me. Like it was like sitting next to me, I made everybody else around me off pitch and off key. Like it was bad. Because you're also learning the songs. I was learning the songs. I was learning how to sing. Like I never – the only time I sang was in a car to country music or rock, and I like I was yeah. just having a bla- – not worried about how I sounded, right? <laughs> Well, I finally started learning how to sing, and I realize man, I got a lot of work to do. <laughs> but I'm still singing out, and I'm still singing because I'm singing to God, and Absolutely. I'm singing to others around me about God, and depending on the song. But it's it's such a powerful thing that we have to sing, and so many people, like you're saying, are so worried about sounding perfect and sounding yeah. good. And I feel like I am a living, walking example of it doesn't matter if you sound good or not. But, but our culture, our culture has kind of said, uh, "Well, we got America's got talent, 
or we've got the voice. Yes. And our culture says, well, you're a good one, you're not a good one. Mm-hmm. You're a good one, you're not a good one. Yeah. And, uh, and that causes the brethren, I really think, to say, well... I'm not so good, so maybe I sh- I couldn't be on The Voice, so maybe I shouldn't sing. I'll just yeah. sit and listen. Yeah. God doesn't give that option. He just mm-hmm. really doesn't. No. All right, well, let's get into a little bit more of the topic today. <laughs> okay. um, so we put the 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 thumbnail out there, the <laughs> clickbait, Myron's favorite song. And I know, like we're talking, you got an extensive knowledge of songs. Um, and anybody that knows you is definitely interested. Ooh, what's Myron's favorite song? Like, I, I know everybody wants to know that. And honestly, I kind of do too, because you haven't told us what your favorite song is. You're, you're saving it for the podcast. Um, but as we were talking, you said, you know, it's hard to choose one. Can I have some honorable mentions? So I'm going to let you go through some of your honorable mentions first. Um, and it's kind of cool. You When you got here, you gave Chris and I a little March Madness style bracket uh-huh. of... <laughs> of songs that we sing in the church, hymnology so, bracket. So, right. so we can choose our favorite song as well. Um, I'm but, do it right now. <laughs> but yeah, well, as Chris is filling out his favorite song bracket, why don't and, you? And the nice thing about that is, there, is there's no answer key. What you choose is what the answer is. Yeah, so. yeah. It's not like you get a certain amount wrong. That's like right. Regular March Madness. All right. <laughs> well, uh, while we're filling this out, why don't you uh, walk through some of your um, honorable mentions? Well, I got to be honest with you. When you first told me uh, your favorite song, and I have not told you this, but I thought it. I said you might as well ask me, Dad, who's your favorite child? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's really the way I felt. I thought, okay, I can't say because I got Logan and Courtney, and I've got Emily and Dalton, and I've got Dylan and Emily. I can't pick one of you. You're all my favorites. Yeah. And I really, and I really mean that. As I look at this, they're all favorites. But when you think about, even as you guys are looking at these these brackets, and and if there's anybody in your listeners that say, hey, what does that look like? Uh, we'll, we'll be sure to post a picture of this sure. on our uh, Facebook and Instagram page for everyone. But the other thing is, you can make them your own. Mm-hmm. You just pick out your own songs and drop them in there, and then and then let them play out. So, um, but there's a couple of key things that, that drive what makes the song your favorite, mm-hmm. and that really is based upon obviously the message. What is the song saying? Because when you see that, you go, "Wow, this is really pretty cool. This is really pretty powerful." But not only that, it's also uh, the ease of the song. How mm-hmm. easy is to sing if it's really complex and there's a lot of moving parts and. And maybe there's some there's some uh, uh, parts of the song that are kind of hard to harmonize. That that may make it a song that is pretty listened to, but it may not. Yeah, that, that all factors into Absolutely. your favorite, um, like de- determining if you like one better than the other. And, and the other one, quite honestly, that I think is the strongest, besides the message, besides uh, the uh, the ease of it, but is also what does it do for your heart? Yeah. Uh, have you ever heard a song at a funeral? Or uh, heard a song uh, on the radio, and it just brings you to tears. And you go, that is, and quite honestly, Chris, I don't know if you knew this or not, uh, each of our kids, when they graduated, uh, had a a song at their graduation. And, And those songs became favorites. Dylan's was Humble and Kind. By Tim McGraw, yeah, and and that and honestly, I put that on my list. <laughs> that had to be a song to consider because of the message, yeah, but also because of the way it touches me. I also love um, uh, the Grace Showman's "From Now On." Yeah, I, I've used that song to preach a lesson. Before. I've, re- I've um, listened to yours because <laughs> uh, w- w- in the movie that one's talking about "From Now On," he's going to be. Uh, committed to his family. Uh, the the words of the song say, "These eyes will not be blinded by the lights." Right. Um, 
But when you take that song in the context of him to his family, but instead a Christian to God, from now on, I'm Absolutely. going to be committed to you. Um, it, it's one of those that is up there. It's a, an incredible message. Because the, the point is, is things are going to change. Mm-hmm. And, and I haven't done what I should have done, but from now on, I'm going to make things. So that would be a, a secular song, if you will, that I, that I think is pretty good. But you're right. Uh, when you think of a favorite, I, I just... And I'm looking at your list here. We <laughs> said you could do about five to ten honorable mentions, and I see about 20 listed out on Tw- your favorite. 28, actually. Uh, <laughs> I sat down, and we had coffee with the preacher up there in Oklahoma City every Tuesday morning. I have different people come in. So I, I knew this was coming up, so Tuesday morning is when we have it. I went early, about 7 o'clock, and I started working on my list. And mm-hmm. uh, so, but, but really, <laughs> what I'd encourage you with is, remember Paul said that we sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and those are three different uh, styles, if you will, categories. So I would, if that's okay, I want to give my favorite psalm my favorite hymn, and my favorite spiritual song. Is that okay with you guys? Yeah, I'm good with that. That's acceptable. Okay. All yeah. right. <laughs> well, I mean, well, if we said good. no, I feel like it wouldn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> but we want to hear it anyway. Okay. So. <laughs> well, you know that a psalm is where it comes from Scripture. Yes. And uh, uh, it's interesting. A lot of our newer contemporary songs are very much laced with text. Mm-hmm. You can almost find those verbatim. Salvation belongs to our God comes right out of Revelation chapter 7. Yeah. Um, uh, you can hear highly exalted. That's Isaiah chapter fifty-three. Yeah, you were despised, you were rejected. Yeah. So um, when you pass through the waters, absolutely uh, Isaiah forty-three. Isaiah, yep. So there's a lot of those songs that actually come from text that are newer, but there are some older songs, and you guys know that because you've sung the twenty-third psalm before. Mm-hmm. The Lord is my shepherd; I shall not want. You've also sung the hundred forty-eighth psalm, which is. Uh, hallelujah, praise Jehovah, from the heavens praise his name. So uh, I, I look at the scriptures, but then I look at the the uh, hymns, and as I've told you before, I see those as songs that I sing directly and specifically to my God. Mm-hmm. If I'm encouraging you guys while we're singing it, that's great. But this is one where I say, I need thee every hour, most gracious Lord. A hymn is sung to him. It's to him. Uh, and then the spiritual song, and this is the one, Chris, you mentioned earlier, yeah. where we sing it to each other. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and the one that's easiest, I think, to come to mind is, uh, will your anchor hold in the storms of life yeah. when the clouds unfold their wings of strife? So those are the three styles. So if it's okay, I'm going to kind of roll from those. Yeah, so, go for it. Okay. Um, well, I've already alluded to it, but I think I think one of my favorite uh, psalms is Highly Exalted, which is a newer one. But when you this look, is an honorable mention, right? Uh, no, this is it. Oh, we're doing favorites already. Okay, awesome. <laughs> Should I have given you the honorable mentions first? You well, can do those okay. last. You, you already <laughs> mentioned highly exalted. We'll, we'll do the honorable mentions right. after these. Okay. <laughs> uh, the the favorite psalm would be highly exalted, and I think it's because you can look at Isaiah fifty three, mm-hmm. and you can actually read that. But mm-hmm. I love the fact that the the songwriter then takes and for the chorus brings in Philippians chapter two, mm. for God has highly exalted him name above all names, uh, that uh, the, the name of Jesus every knee will bow. And so I love the fact that they took Old Testament and New Testament and blended it with this, you were despised, 
You were rejected, Lord, those who passed by. And you can actually hear that and sing. And then you get the chorus. For God has highly exalted your name. And you're able to bring old and new together in one hymn. Yeah. So. Well, I think, do you have 50, Isaiah 53 pulled up I there, Chris? Do, yes. Why don't we go ahead and read that for everyone so we can see the words and, coming and it, from Scripture? And if you, if you, as you read it, it doesn't come uh, scripture after, or verse after verse after verse. You almost have to hop around. It's verse yeah. 3. Uh, verse seven, I believe, verse five's in there too. So, yeah. but if you read it, you can hear it as it's as it's yeah. read out. So we'll start in verse three. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And as one from whom men hide their faces, he was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions; he was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace. And with his wounds we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was suppressed, and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth, like a lamb that is led to the slaughter, and like a sheep that before its shears is silent. So he opened not his mouth. I mean, just like you said, verse 3 and verse 7, it's... Right there. And then go to Philippians chapter 2, starting in verse 10. So that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Back up to verse 9. Back up to verse 9. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name. Exactly. And and when you see that song that that we've sung quite a bit here of late, it's a newer song, it, it, it actually takes the text from the old and the new and it blends into a beautiful mm. song. Yeah. Uh, and that's where, guys, I really, as ministers, let me really encourage you, help the brethren to understand our songs. We sing with understanding, Paul said. Yeah. And when we start to realize, I'm actually singing the scripture. Yeah. I'm actually singing the text. Uh, mm. I think that will help people to be able to sing, uh, uh, sing stronger and better. I think a side note of that, the idea that it brings the old and the new together. I heard a lesson recently that, the Bible essentially is one big story, right? Mm-hmm. Which I think, you know, I've heard it before, and I think it's true. And, and the more that I study it, the more that I see it is true, right? And you can go to Genesis, and you can pull out lessons from Genesis that relate directly to Revelation and to Christ. And you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just, it's all one big story telling one common theme of love. And the fact that the old and the new can work so well together in song and mm-hmm. in everything is just a testament to God, Absolutely. in my mind, it's it's just it's incredible. I, yeah. I love it. I think that's exactly right. Yeah. Well, honorable mention on those psalms, if you will. Uh, I would throw out obviously, Hallelujah, Praise Jehovah, because mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. how that actually sings the entire 148 psalm. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. it's all there, <laughs> yeah. and I love that. Uh, well, and what's really cool about that one is it walks through creation. It walks through, and I know you've done a lesson on this before yeah. at Southwest, um, but it talks about the entirety of creation praising God. Um, so yeah, anyways, next one. No, that, that's exactly right. Um, I love salvation belongs to our God. We re- referenced mm-hmm. that one. Yeah. Um, and that's one, um, uh, I don't know your demographics of, of the ones who listen to Bible conversations. We don't either. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, we know we get, we get stats and locations from yeah. where our listeners are. We don't know the ages or sure. <laughs> or male or female or anything. Well, th- our, our younger generation, and I'm saying this, uh, and you guys are part of that younger generation, but when you consider our high school and our college-age kids especially, we sing that salvation belongs to our God. And we get the chorus, and how does the chorus go? Be to our God forever and... And it repeats, quite honestly, nine times. Yeah. That phrase, be to our God, repeats... 
be what to our God? You have to know the context of the text, which is Revelation chapter 7, where um, power and glory and wisdom and strength, all of these things, there's actually seven of them, those belong to God forever and ever. Amen. Mm. So when we understand that, then we can sing that be to our God. What, be, what it should be to our God? Uh, um, power and power glory and strength. Wisdom, wisdom and strength. Yeah. Honor and power and strength. And you, you can see through those as you sing that. Mm. So I like that one. That's a really cool. good one. That's, that's scripture. Had it not been the Lord who's on our side yeah. is another one that comes right out of the Psalms. So mm. that's another one of my favorites. You notice uh, I threw out ones that are, that are more uh, contemporary. Mm-hmm. Uh, because a lot of our traditional ones uh, are more spiritual. Are more you see that poems. They're they're not necessarily taken directly from scripture. Absolutely, a lot of scripture laced inside those, mm-hmm. but it's mostly poetry. Yeah, uh, and it's a lot spiritual encouragement songs that we sing to uh, encourage one yeah. another. So. And a lot of it also depending on the time it was written. You know, yes. if it's coming from a song around the Civil War time or around the World Wars. Uh, yep. Very many songs written about encouraging and, and enduring as Christians. Absolutely. Uh, well, and, and uh, I Come to the Garden Alone is a, considered a spiritual song, but yet it is, it is all about uh, when Mary Magdalene came to the, to the uh, tomb, mm-hmm. uh, when Christ was, the morning Christ was raised. So that would be considered, I think, a spiritual song at the same time because it says, and he walks with me and he talks with me. So that's one that we've seen encouraged, but it's scripture. Mm-hmm. So it, it kind of, it's it's a gray line that you can Yeah, they, they blend those. back and forth. Absolutely. So, yeah. but that would be my, my Psalms. Uh, okay. Highlights or uh, consolation bracket, if yeah. you will, and, uh, and the number one. So, well, I'm going to pause before we go on to hymns and spiritual songs and let our listeners know if y'all have a favorite song. Send us an email or comment on our Facebook post or Instagram post. We've also got a number at the uh, end of this episode that you can text. Mm-hmm. Uh, Excellent. We would, we would love to hear from you and, and know what your favorite song is. Uh, yeah. I don't know if uh, – I'm sure Dylan and I might get to share our favorite songs at the end. Well, I'm good, I'm We might ask... finish this bracket as my dad's <laughs> talking. <laughs> it's very possible. At coffee on Tuesday morning when we had coffee with the preacher, uh, I asked, uh, there was about 13 of us, I asked the ladies that were sitting at the end of the table, I said, what are yours? And every one of them went around. It was songs like Precious Memories, mm. uh, songs like uh, I'll Fly Away. Mm. But you see, remember I talked about the emotional point? That's where they live. That's the stage yeah. of life they're in, that they're yeah. imagining flying away to heaven. Yeah. And, and um, the life has been, it's been precious memories. So. Yeah. Exactly. So. All right, so let's do um, hymns. Or do you want to do spiritual songs next? Either one's good. Okay, hymns. Hymns. Uh, then I'm going to hold on to my favorite hymn. Okay. Okay, and I'm going to give you my... Do the uh, honorable mentions honorable first. Mentions. <laughs> There's one, and it's not one that we sing very regularly, um, but I've heard it. I think it comes more from the, um, uh, I don't want to say denominational world, but that's where I've heard it. Mm-hmm. Colin Ray actually does an arrangement of it. It's called Here I Am, Lord. Here I am, Lord, is it I, Lord? Which is actually referencing when Samuel was here I am yeah and God was calling but it also talks about Isaiah in chapter 6 when God said who shall we send and Isaiah said here am I here am I send me mm-hmm. so uh, that's a really cool song and I call it a hymn because it's actually responding to God here I am uh, send me I love we praise thee O God uh, we praise thee O God for the son of thy love mm-hmm. uh, that Jesus is actually is no good, and I don't think I've ever told you this son 
That is the first song I ever remember hearing sung in church. Well, I was about to say that's one of the first ones I remembered to lead. Really? Or, or that I learned how to lead. Uh, we had that um, old podium that, yep. that you built. Uh, I, I think you built it. Um, that we had there in the house, and we'd do little devotionals and stuff. And that's one of the first ones that I remember learning to lead. Yeah. Um, but that's the first one you remember? That was the first one I remember as a kid. And I okay. literally was sitting on my uh, my mom's lap, I think, or maybe my grandma's lap. But I remember falling asleep. Yeah. And when I was waking up, I remember hearing that, uh, um, Hallelujah, thine the glory, hallelujah, amen, hmm. and singing that we praise you, O God. So hmm. didn't understand it, but I recognized it, and it resonated with me. I also really love the newer song, Thomas's song. Mm. Jesus, you were all to me. How could you die on Calvary? Yeah. Oh, Lamb of God, I failed to see how this could be part of the plan. Such a beautiful message. Well, yes. One of the what's really cool about some of those songs that are sung to to him, some mm-hmm. hymns, um, is putting yourself in the shoes Absolutely. of the the person that was originally pinning it. Um, and some of them are, are praise to God, but the ones like Thomas's song, you, you can imagine yourself in the shoes of Thomas as he's he's sitting there after Christ is crucified. He's Currently in the grave, Thomas doesn't know that he's going to rise. And he's thinking, like, that was my life, and it's gone. And if you think about that later in that verse, it says, if I could only hold your hand. Hmm. How many times when a loved one's passed do we say, if I could just be with you one more time? Hmm. If, uh, if, if Grandpa was still here, I'd love to. I've thought that many, I told your mom this. I've thought many times I wish that Grandpa uh, Knight was still around just to be able to visit with him. But that was Thomas. If I could only hold your hand. If I could just be there with you again. So, again, emotion really draws the songs. Well, what what drives that emotion, and and I've talked about this. I think I've talked about this on the podcast. I've definitely done uh, a lesson about this from the pulpit. But what drives that emotion is the understanding and the knowledge that come into those songs. Absolutely. Um, Because a lot of places around us that are Christian— will force feed emotion into worship and it's really just a concert when when they do that but but true emotion um comes from understanding knowledge of the fact that we know who christ is and we know our love for him and when the emotion comes from that it's so much more powerful if if we we try to uh uh, if it's not organic if we try to generate it on our own, it, it, it uh, one it won't last. Mm-hmm. Uh, but two, it's not it's not the uh, it's not the sincere that will hold us through and keep us in. But yeah, um, I also uh, I love obviously near still near close to thy heart. Mm-hmm. Draw me, my Savior, so precious thy heart. Do you know the song "Praise You in This Storm"? Yes, that's a newer one. Yeah, I was sure by now, God, you would have reached out and wiped my tears away, stepped in and saved the day. Yeah. But once again, I say amen, and it's still raining. Um, that one's by um, uh, Narrow Way, is the group? Uh, they sing it. Uh, and, but that's another one, and I told I was telling Dylan about this. This is one of those where <clears throat> when you look at the context of it, it could be written from the vantage point of Peter. After Christ has uh, died, and almost his response was, I thought for sure this was going to be the thing that was going to be happening, and now you're gone. Yeah, I was and, sure by now that God, you would have been with me. And there's one verse stepped that in talks, and saved the day. There's one Turks verse that talks about I was sinking, and you reached out and lifted me up. 
And that could be referencing when he walked on water. So, yeah. you, But that's the whole idea about looking at songs and saying, yeah. what is this saying? But the, the awesome with that is, nevertheless, I'll praise you, regardless praise of the circumstances in the I'm in. Yeah, exactly. Now, my favorite. Are you ready for, for my right. hymn? Favorite hymn. Um, I actually was tempted to put this into a medley. Okay. <laughs> because that way I can get two songs. There you go. I like it. I like, it. I like how you're, uh, you're bending the rules there. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> and I would take the, these two songs, one's contemporary and one's traditional. Okay. But I'd take that traditional song, I need thee every hour, most gracious mm-hmm. Lord. No tender voice like thine can peace afford. And you know, if you've heard me lead the singing, I like to put that uh, fermata in there. I need the oh. I need the oh. I need thee. With the whole mm-hmm. idea of that's the passion. But then when I finish that song, every hour I need thee. Oh, bless me now, my Savior, I come to thee. Followed with, on bended knee I come. Mm-hmm. With a humble heart I come. So I would take those two and build those into, into one uh, hymn. It's I like the, that. I need to come to you, I am coming to yes. you. Yeah, I like that. I come to thee, on bended knee I come. So that would be my medley favorite hymn. You get one favorite. Okay, I have a medley. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to actually think of a third part. No, no, now you learned how I got my ability to bend the rules. <laughs> So, so as far as uh, the uh, the favorite psalm would have to be highly exalted, using scripture from yep. Isaiah and Philippians, yep. and then the favorite uh, uh, hymn would be coming to God on on bended knee, because I need Him every hour, mm-hmm. every hour I need Him. So. All right. Well, um, let's do spiritual songs. Now there are a lot of spiritual songs. There are a lot. There's yeah, a lot. And and I, I think I I don't know this for sure, but I bet if we polled people. Across the Brotherhood, most people's favorite songs would be some form of spiritual songs because those are the encouraging ones. Those are the ones that that make you feel like, yes, I can I can go out and do this. I think you're right with that. I, I don't disagree with you at all. But I wonder if people process that. Now, what I mean by mm-hmm. that is they they like it because it's uplifting, it's it's cheery, it's bouncing, or maybe it's it has a really good medley. But do they realize what? The what reason saying. they like it is because I'm encouraged. And who does not need encouragement? Hmm. We all need encouragement. As a matter of fact, um, uh, I'm beginning a series uh, in the fall quarter at Southwest entitled The Barnabas Factor. It's hmm. off Aubrey Johnson's book. Yeah, we did that um, here at Keller last year on Facebook Live. Corey yeah. taught that. So yeah. important because you'll either be encouraged or you'll be discouraged. That's really all there is. It's black or white. It's, uh, it's up or down. It's yes or no. It's encouraged. It's discouraged. And so I think you're right. People like these songs because they encourage me, but we have to go beyond that to say, why does it encourage me? Well, yeah. it's because it's saying, uh, when peace like a river attendeth my way, when sorrows like sea billows roll, whatever, my lot. God, you've taught me to say it's going to be okay. It is well with my soul. Well, I think so many of these spiritual songs have such powerful beginnings, mm-hmm. right? Like the one you just mentioned, uh, It Is Well With My Soul. I, I think we've talked about that one on the podcast. The story behind that, you know, yeah. The story behind it is is just so touching and painful. And and then you hear the words, It Is Well With My Soul, and you realize, and this guy lost like four kids, yeah. his entire business. And his wife. His, well, his wife lived with him. His wife, oh, his his wife, his wife made it through, okay. But... But, I mean, I mean, he lost his livelihood. He lost most of his family. And as he's passing over the water where they died, 
It's well with my soul. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just powerful. But you know what's interesting with that, Chris, too, is, and I, I heard the, the, uh, um, the podcast when you guys did that, because I think you did your favorite songs, didn't mm-hmm. you, on that one? Yeah. Um, that's, that phrase, it is well mm-hmm. with my soul, actually has its roots in text. Mm-hmm. It comes from First Kings. When the Shunammite woman, when her son died, and Elisha, or Elijah, no, Elisha is the one that she is going to see because Elisha promised her a son. And so she's going to him, and Elisha doesn't go to her immediately. He sends his servant. Mm-hmm. And so his servant goes and says, is everything okay? And she says to the servant, because she's not ready to, to expose what's on her heart yet, she says to the servant, it is well. Mm-hmm. It is well. Then when she sees Elisha, she falls at his feet and she weeps and says... Why did you promise me something? So that there's some great stories, but you got to know that Horatio Spafford knew that text, yeah, yeah. because he had been reading uh, his Bible. That's what we should be doing. So yeah. Um, so anyway, those spiritual songs, uh, probably one of my most recent recent favorites, but it's not my all time favorite, is one that um, uh, it's older, mm-hmm. um, but we don't sing it. It's called "Until Then." Yeah, my yeah. heart can sing when I pause to remember. Yeah. A heartache here is but a stepping stone along a trail that's winding always upward. This final world or this troubled world is not my final home. But until then, my heart will go on singing. So I, that's going to... Until you get to your final home, that's my right. heart's going to continue on This is going to be singing. saved... Going to continue on praising God. Exactly. And this podcast can be saved for for years, right? Yeah, as long as, as, long the, as internet the internet doesn't shut down. <laughs> 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 I can have me in time. Uh, well, let's just say this. And so now it's at least going to be recorded. I want that in my funeral. Yes. I, okay. No, you've told me All that right, before. Okay. Just, you, know, you, you, you want that that, uh, that song to be sung. But I love that one, How Deep the Father's Love, is another one that really to- uh, uh, pulls the emotions. Hmm. You couldn't talk about a spiritual song uh, that's not a favorite without including our God, He is alive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is the national anthem of the Church of Christ. Yeah. You know? I mean, <laughs> because we're singing together, our God, yeah. He is alive. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's and, and we do it with the, where the basses start off and the ladies yeah. support, and then the ladies take the leads just really good. Yeah. Um, I, I, I love the, um, um, He looked beyond my faults. To, to find my need. And that's one that, you know, we talk about our faults and our weaknesses. God looks beyond that. I love that song. Softly and tenderly, higher ground, especially the newer version. Mm, I love the newer version of higher ground with the, um, oh, is it the rolling no bass is what it's called? to stay. It's a counter medley, but yeah. yeah. Um, uh, or it's like the basses are like just a one beat or a half a beat behind yeah, the, it's, it's the a be- It's a beautiful one. I and know some of these words. <laughs> hey, I, I just try to make up everything I know with songs. You know, when when the when you see the notes on the screen, and and I, I feel like we really shouldn't talk about this because there's a lot of people as we're talking about that it, it doesn't matter if you can sing well. It, God wants your heart. Um, when we you see the notes up on the screen, there's a lot of times that people are like, I just don't know what that means. They're I, little black dots. Yeah, I really don't. And. I'm right there with you. I have no idea what the little flags, the little dots, what any of that means. The I, only I kind of do. The only thing I know <laughs> is that if the dots go up, my voice is supposed to go up, and if the dots go down, my voice is supposed to go down. Buddy, that's exactly right. That, that, oh, buddy. Oh, yeah, not buddy the elf. Okay. That's the way buddy the elf sings too. <laughs> that's the singing's just like talking, except louder and longer, and moving your voice up and down. <laughs> you know, whenever uh, Chris, whenever the kids were growing up, and they were little. Uh, Vicky and I would always sing to them at night. And one of the songs we sang was I Come to the Garden Alone. Yeah. 
And I, I did that Speaks because up. that's what my grandma used to always do for me. Yeah. And so we kind of passed. So that has that, that memory that's a, that's yeah. a good one. Um, <clears throat> I love on Zion's Glorious Summit. And I love that mm. because the way that encourages. And actually, that has, that has images of Revelation chapter 7 as well. Hmm. But there are two <clears throat> that, excuse me, <clears throat> there are two songs that I think really are uh, hard for me to differentiate when it comes to spiritual songs. And, uh, and one of them is, um, uh, one of them is uh, a song that we sing, especially around the Lord's, uh, Lord's Supper, uh, When My Love for Christ Grows Weak. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason I put that as one of my high ones <clears throat> is because, <clears throat> excuse me, We've, we sing those songs, but guys, I don't think we, we realize what we're saying. And this is what I mean. It starts with, when my love for Christ grows weak, when for a deeper faith I seek. But the third verse says, when my love for man grows weak, when for stronger faith I seek. And, and if you look at the song, you're, you're singing about Christ in the garden. You're thinking about Christ on the cross. And you're thinking, why am I talking about man? But you have to actually see the building of those four, those first four verses. Mm-hmm. The first verse says, what, what do I do when my love for Christ grows weak? What do I do when, when I need a, a, a better faith? The next line says, then in thought I go to thee. So in other words, in my mind's eye, in my thoughts, I go to thee. And that's not a capital T, that's a lowercase t, which is the thee is the Garden of Gethsemane. Then in my mind's eye, in my thoughts, I go to the Garden of Gethsemane. Why? Because there I will, in my mind's eye, I will walk amid the shades while the evening twilight fades. And I see that suffering, that friendless one. And he's weeping and he's praying. We see that in scripture by himself. Talking about when Christ is is actually sweating drops of blood. Exactly. And I see that in in my mind's eye. Yeah. But then the next verse says, when my love for man grows weak. Why would we say that? The only thing I can think and understand the song is what about looking at someone who is really troubled? And we go, yeah, he's got troubles. I got troubles. We all have troubles, don't we? Hmm. What do I do when my love for man grows weak? When you don't love the way you should. Exactly. What do I do now? Well, Hill of Calvary, there I go. Hmm. To those scenes of fear and woe. To, To... Imagine yourself there. In my mind's eye still, because that's yeah. how it started. Then in thought I go to thee. <clears throat> and I'm still there. There I, uh, Then at the hill of Calvary, there behold his agony, suffered on the bitter tree. See hmm. his anguish? See his faith? It's a love that's triumphant still in death. But then the, first, the fifth verse, how does it start? Uh, you're going to have to tell me. <laughs> then to life I turn again. Because remember, for these four verses, I've been in my, on my, in my thoughts, mm-hmm. in the garden at the Cal- and at Calvary. But now, then to life, I come back. Because I, I can't stay in that imaginary mind. I have to live life. Hmm. Then to life I turn again. But I've learned all the worth of pain and all the might that lies in a full self-sacrifice. So when I see that five-verse song, it, it, it's one that we've sung for years, Chris. We've sung it for years. But when we actually stop and process what we're singing, we're going, wow, this is a spiritual song I should be singing maybe more to myself than to my brothers and sisters. Yeah. But mm-hmm. that that's there. But the the number one. Well, before you get to that, did you have a comment about that last one? <clears throat> yeah, but it's so it's a comment about the last one in conjunction with every other song that we sing. 
I feel like we do an injustice to singing because we don't spend enough time talking about mm-hmm. what we sing. Yeah. We simply sing. And there's nothing wrong with simply singing. But like I am just now coming to the realization of some of the songs that we sing, of what they mean. And I think I probably will for the rest of my life, right? Like I don't think that there's ever a time where I'm like, yes, I know what every single song that Absolutely. I sing means, right? Absolutely. But there are songs that I now am singing and I'm like, how did I not know what I was singing? We get, we get in such a rote memorization of, okay, we're singing this song, and we're done. Yep. And then we go to the next one, and the next one, and the next one. And then in our head, we're thinking, oh, when is this song going to be over? Gosh, this guy's taking forever. Oh, this he's song is all it's... four verses. He's singing it so slow, or he's singing it so fast. Yes. Yeah, whatever. That's yeah. what we're thinking about as opposed to the words, as opposed to, and I'm guilty of that. I'm not saying that if you've done this, you're just the worst person in the world. I have done it, right? Like, I yep. I am very guilty of that. But I think we do such an injustice. I mean, it, all it would take is a simple prior to each song or prior to a song we haven't sung in a while, hey, this song is about this. And every time that happens in a worship service, without fail, it is so much more impactful for me. Oh, absolutely. Without I've, I've fail. been there. I know exactly what you're saying. Um, so I, I think hearing, hearing the explanation of these... I think that does fall on the song leader, right? Because it's not the preacher's job to preach about the songs. It's the preacher's job to preach about the word. But man, how impactful would that be? So anyway, that was just, those are just thoughts. Thoughts from Chris. It's it's a good, it's a good, it's a good thing, Chris, because we look at these and we say, how can I be better about this? And and it really quite honestly takes, uh, it it takes determination. It says, I'm going to really focus in on this. Mm -hmm. And And if we're honest with ourselves, well, I'm just going to tell you guys, we have done, talk about the injustice, Chris. We have had the tendency to say, I know what the scripture says, sing and make melody in your hearts to God. Yeah. Oh, I did that because on Sunday we sang eight songs. Yeah. Hmm. And I'll come back on Sunday and we'll sing six more. Fourteen songs I've sung to God so far. And maybe even on Wednesday we'll sing a couple more. But I think like Paul said, pray without ceasing. We should have continually a song in our heart. And then that means as I'm singing through that, I'll have a chance as I'm working or while I'm driving to go, I wonder what that meant. But if I have to read the song, that's going to take me. So that means I need to study and learn the songs. That's why I have always said our Bible is our number one book, period, hands down. That's what we should know. But our number two favorite book, it's got to be our songbook. We got to know our songs because there are, quite honestly, some songs that we go, mm, probably ought not to be singing that one. Yeah. Uh, or there's some stuff in there that I'm not sure if I understand what the author meant by that. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, <clears throat> what you're saying about always having a song in your heart, um, in the book I wrote about joy, that was one of. That was a, that was a shameless plug, wasn't it? That was a very <laughs> that, shameless plug. <laughs> that was one of my points he about. almost has finished it, though. You got to tell everybody where to buy it. <laughs> that was, Amazon. That, that was one of the points that I had about. Continue, having joy continually Absolutely. is that you know it's always available uh, regardless of your circumstances uh, one of the ways is to have a song in your heart because mm-hmm. who's upset when they're singing our God he is alive or you know any of these that you've named today if that's stuck in your head and playing on repeat then it's 
you can't get down. You can't let Satan get you down or anybody else get you down. Um, it's like we, we just had VBS here at yep. Keller. And I've had so many people tell me, like, you have been stuck in my head for weeks now because <laughs> booster booster because of those <laughs> VBS songs that I was up there singing with the kids. And the adults are like, okay, that's stuck in my head now. I can't get it out. That leads to joy. When, when those things are stuck in your head, when, when songs are stuck in your head, that's what Paul is talking about in Philippians 4 when he said, be thinking about these things. Have your right. mind set on these things, whatever is pure and, and noble and, and good. Set your mind on that. For as man thinks in his heart, that's the way he's going to be. Exactly. Well, in the Psalms, the entire book of Psalms, 150 chapters, was the psalm book. Mm-hmm. The third psalm, um, uh, thou, O Lord, art a shield about me. You're the, the lifter of my glory, the lifter of my head. And then you can go a few verses later in that same chapter and say, I am not afraid of 10,000s of people who have set themselves against me. Mm-hmm. So just so much singing uh, that we, uh, we have a tendency, I'm afraid, to fly by. All right, so. so we've got down to your favorite spiritual song. And, I, and, I, and it's just one song. Not a melody this it's not time. A, it's, not, it's not a medley. Well, it is two songs, but it's one song. Okay. <laughs> it's the tune of one song with the words of another one. Okay. Oh, Is okay. that okay? That's de- right. definitely okay. You're asking me if it's okay. All right. <laughs> Again, if we said no, it wouldn't make any difference. <laughs> our, our, music is, uh, our music and our songs are poetry, yeah. and our poetry is in meter. Uh, and, and you hear that in uh, a common meter or a long meter or a short meter. And so you can take the, the, the words of one, which is in meter, to the music of another, which is in meter. And if those meters are the same, they were in a pose. And you can build yourself a new song. And actually, that's what in the early church they did a lot of. And I say early church, I'm talking about the Restoration. They would get three or four tunes that they would know the tunes, and they'd just learn new poetry Hmm. that would match up with those. So I would take the song, uh, Let the Lower Lights Be Burning, which is Brightly Beams Our Father's Mercy from Its Lighthouse Evermore. It's a pretty one. And I would take that, and I would put it to the tune of another song. Now, the reason I do that <clears throat> is because you say, I recognize the words here, but I recognize the tune, but I don't recognize them together. And when I blend them together, it's like, that's a brand new song I've never heard It makes you think before. about the words more. Exactly. And it's a spiritual song, which when you think about that, let the lower lights be, be burning, that's the call as a spiritual, let's let our lights be burning. This little light of mine, basically. Send a gleam across the wave, because there's somebody out there on the sea of life that's dying. Mm-hmm. And we might be able to help rescue them. Let's send our lights out. So <clears throat> the song goes like this. <laughs> Are you trying to find the tune with it? No, I got I got right there in front of me. I'm trying to get da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Uh, Should you recognize that tune? Yeah. Let the lower lights be burning. But you're catching the chorus. It's, okay. Let's see. Oh, you know what I did is I flipped that around. You can do that. Okay. <laughs> but it's what a friend we have in Jesus to let the lower lights be burned. That's the one that's better. The other okay. one does work, but okay. not as not as good as that one. So it's brightly beams, what a friend we have in Jesus. Hmm. All our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry. Everything to God in prayer. And then it just blows up in the chorus. Mm-hmm. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. All because mm-hmm. we do not carry 
everything everything to God in prayer. Now, hmm. I, I was in my head flipping the tune around to the yeah. other one, and you can do that one, <laughs> but it's not as impacting, I think, as taking what a what friend. What a friend we have in Jesus. Uh, to let the Lord like Slowing it down. Yeah, exactly. So you can focus on the words. Yeah. I like that. What a friend. We have in Jesus. Wow. It just kind of builds it up. Now, if you take the other one, um, um, bright, bright, brightly beams, brightly beams our Father's mercy. It just doesn't have the same yeah. bounce, you know, mm-hmm. but it still would fit. Yeah. But that's where the, metal, the, the things go together. It's just a matter that uh, if, they, if the music fits and the words fit, then it becomes powerful. So that was All it. Right. Spiritual song is Water from We Have in Jesus to the tune of Let the Lower Lights Be Burning. All right. Um, the, the psalm was, um, uh, well, I, I lost it there. Oh, Highly Exalted. And then this, the uh, hymn was I, uh, I Need the Ever Hour and I'm Bending Need, uh, medley together. So. so there you have it. Those are Myron's favorite songs, and you know what? Can you say all those in order one more time? Your your hymn was... I just shut the page. Highly Exalted. All right. Your hymn was Highly Exalted. Your favorite... uh, um, Oh, I'm sorry. No, my hymn, which is to God, was I Need Thee Every Hour on Bended Knee. Okay. Spiritual song was? Uh, The one we just did, which was uh, What a Friend We Have in Jesus, to the tune of Let the Lower Lights Be Burning. And then psalm was? Was Highly Exalted. All right. All right. Well, um... I know that everybody is going to enjoy that and, and have their own songs that they think about as we talk through this. But what's really cool is that if we brought you back in a year and asked you your favorite song. There'd be three more. That, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. Or maybe six. <laughs> hey, um, could I could I get make a uh, shameless plug? Absolutely. Um, I've got uh, a website, singingwiththespirit.com, mm-hmm. but I also have a Facebook page, Singing With The Spirit, um, uh, Facebook. And on the Facebook, every Tuesday, Thursday at 10 till 10, I do about a 10-minute uh, devotional. Mm-hmm. And I take one song and I talk about... Uh, so all of these songs that we've talked about today, you've probably done over the past year. Uh, so Probably so. People uh, can go back and watch Or they're and on the list those. to come up, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then on Sundays at 8, I do 8 is Great. Um, mm-hmm. and Because at 10 till 10... It's, I'm in Bible class. So. 10 till 10, 4, 10. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So at 8 o'clock on Sundays, uh, 9.50 on Tuesdays and Thursdays, uh, okay. Singing and, with the Spirit. Um, we'll put the link to your Facebook page where you go live on that in the description of the episode mm-hmm. so people can get on there and, and yeah. check it out. That'd be great. So, I'll tag it on our that. Facebook page, too. Yep. yep. Well, thank so. you, guys. It's, well, um, I did my bracket. I don't know oh, about you, Dave. I, I did mine, too. What did you, come, what'd right. you come down to? So for the bracket... 32 songs here. Can you give us your, your my, final four? My cha- I'll give you the final four, yeah. So final four is Hallelujah, Praise Jehovah. Good one. How Deep the Father's Love, mm-hmm. In Christ Alone, and I'll Fly Away. Nice. And you got down to two. I got down to two, which was How Deep the Father's Love, and I'll Fly Away. Oh, so we almost got to a champion. And a, the champion. An and a new one. Yeah. The champion is How Deep the Father's Love. Very good. Mm. Very good. So so the contemporary went out on that one. Yeah. So... <laughs> I'll fly away. Is, I mean, for for me, how deep the father's Excellent. love didn't make it out of the first round because it went up against Light the Fire, and oh, yeah. and that made it to my final four. So um, I had Our God He is Alive, um, yeah, that was Light the there. Fire, okay. Lord Reign in Me, okay. and It Is Well with My Soul. Oh. Uh, came down to Our God He is Alive and It Is Well with My Soul. Oh, It Is Well with My Soul and Our God He is Alive. Those are two really really strong ones. in, yeah. in the Brotherhood. Our two God is the alive. most popular, and Our God He is Alive. Yeah. Of That's course, because it's the national as, one. Out. Yeah. As we as we start. Started this off as, as I was going through it. I was like, okay, so Dylan's is going to be our God. He is alive. <laughs> Light the fire is going to make it quite yeah. a ways. <laughs> well, it, anyways, this has uh, been an awesome discussion. We will yes. make sure to post a link to Singing with the Spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll 
put a picture of this bracket on there so y'all can fill out your own favorite bracket. Um, So be sure to check out our Facebook page so you can see all of this information and and take part in the conversation with us. Gentlemen, thank you so much for letting me be part of this. Of course. Thank you for for coming down here a little early even to uh, spend Mm -hmm. some time with us. I mean, obviously you're going to spend time with him, but for spending time with me, I appreciate it. It's an honor, and I I really do appreciate you guys. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, for all of you that are still listening, if you could just listen a few more seconds, just one more minute to uh, hear how you can help us, we would greatly appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode of Bible Conversations. We want to encourage you to check out our proud partners, Ministry League. They have a website as well as an app that you can download from your smartphone. Yeah, not only that, but also be sure to send us an email. You can reach us at kcocbibleconversations at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you what your thoughts and comments are on today's episode. And if you have any questions or any comments, anything that you would like to let us know, please send us a text at the following number, 972-905-0856. Yeah, and that way we'll be able to uh, get that comment and and get back with y'all as well. And please leave reviews and comments. I know there's a lot of places that you listen to this podcast that you can leave comments and reviews. I know Apple Podcasts, I'm pretty sure iHeartRadio and others, you can uh, leave reviews and comments as well. And last, but most certainly not least, we ask that you share this with your friends. Uh, We do our best to provide... Uh, biblical and and, and strong uh, discussion and we hope that you can feel free to share that with everybody that you love and come in contact with thank you all so much for all of your support we love you